The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Happy holidays to you wherever you may be listening. Glad to have you with us this time of year, even more than any other time. Seasons greetings. And today we're going to be talking to a gentleman who has been something of a correspondent over the last nearly three years. His name is Matt Shea. I'm sure you're quite familiar with him if you are familiar with us, who we are and what we do at American Road Trip Talk. We're going to talk once again, as we did last year, only it's it's even better. We have a new entry, as a matter of fact, in the great sweepstakes of Christmas light displays. Matt Shea is going to be giving us his firsthand account. He doesn't just talk about these things. He goes to them. He visits. He takes a good look at what he's about to chronicle. We're always happy to have Matt with us. So this is American Road Trip Talk. It is Christmas time. We're just about on the cusp of a brand new year. And we're going to talk about those things that people do joyously and a bit competitively. For example, the great Christmas light fight, which has been on just about a decade on the ABC TV network. It's a wonderful show, but it has nothing on the people of Puget Sound. If they're into it, they are really into creating spectacular displays. It's a real credit to the people who maintain Christmas spirit, no matter what the weather is doing in and around Puget Sound. Stick with us. We're going to have lots to tell you about. We're going to be going down the street, down the road, but up the creek. You'll find out what that's all about on the other side of a short message. At last, the holidays are here, and so is Ridgeland. Shop, dine, celebrate, and immerse yourself in the spirit of the season. The Ridgeland Retail Trail has a gift for everyone on your list. So wrap it in Ridgeland and book one of our special Slay and Stay hotel packages. Learn more at visitridgeland.com. Hashtag VisitMS responsibly. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, alert drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get alert drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk. Matt Shea is in the studio. Matt, it's so great to have you back with us. It seems like it wouldn't be Christmas without you doing a broadcast for American Road Trip Talk. Oh, Gary, I appreciate that so much. And I want to wish a Merry Christmas to the American Trip Road Talk. And of course, 11.50 a.m. KKNW Alternative Talk. 
and the good folks at Podcast One who just spread this Christmas cheer all over the world. As we get started, you know, you found something, Matt, that I thought our listeners would really enjoy. I never knew about it before, and I'm in this business, and here you brought it to my attention within the last couple of days. Back in 1906, something that in essence launched a new creation, opened a whole new world occurred. What was that? I'll try my very best not to cry. It was credited for being the very first radio broadcast, and yes, it was on Christmas Eve. And this was from a renegade Thessalon, and this was to broadcast over the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean Sea. And this was for the Merchant Marines, for the, let's see, it is right here, for the United Fruit Company. They had broadcast a Christmas show, and they had played O Holy Night on the violin, along with some good verses from the good book. They were not forgotten. And as far as you can tell, or as anyone knows, that was the first true broadcast. That is correct. It is well documented throughout the internet. And those men at sea, they were part of history. Christmas Eve, and they were touched. They were not forgotten. I love that story. What a blessing. Thank you for that, Matt. And now we're going to go perhaps to the other end of the spectrum from the first broadcast to Schitt's Creek and Seattle. What is the connection there? Why we're not quite in Canada when we're in Seattle, but we can see it from there pretty near. And somebody had the brilliant idea. I would never have thought of this in a million years. They decided to come up with a display that commemorates the wonderful show, which is a unique success story in television history, Schitt's Creek, and the Rosebud Motel, which has become emblematic of that wonderful form of entertainment. It's funny, it's weird, it's quirky, and a perfect fit for Seattle. You went there to check that out, Matt. What did you find? Gary, the moment you made contact with me, I got on my car and off I went. I got there after 11 o'clock at night and Richard Knowles, and trust me, that community loves him because I visited that display twice that evening. He kept it lit up all night long for everyone. The neighbors were talking about him. They were reflecting back on how in Halloween he did a little tribute to Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the Bates Motel, and now it's Christmas, and he does the Rosebud Motel. Incredible. It is a beautiful display of a motel that is actually from that show that initially hails from Toronto area, Canada. In fact, it's for sale if you could dig up 1.2 million and they suggest you employ a handyman also. <laughs> but it's there for the taking and it certainly is known now. But it is beautiful what they have here. It is a scale model and I've sent you pictures of that. But there's even more than that. He set up a contraption, I'll use that word, of a clothesline that goes horizontal to the ground. And it's the way you would hang your clothes, but it's no clothes at all. Using bicycle rims, he has a cord with crow. When he turns that thing on, we have crows flying above the Rosebud Motel. It is fascinating. When he has it off, the crows are scattered on the snowy roof. 
It is just beautiful, the right touch for this time of year. I wish I could be there to see it myself. Matt, let me ask you this. Are you familiar with the term crowning? I am not. Then you are not a Shit's Creek fan, my friend. You just outed yourself right there. And that's okay. I, I checked and there's no law against not seeing the show. But if you were a fan, you'd know exactly why those, those crows take flight. That is an extraordinary detail to which this gentleman has paid attention. And I have to say, because I looked at the, a picture of that display from a few different angles, he paid painstaking attention to detail in order to recreate the Rosebud Motel. It's quite extraordinary. And fans of the show, they must just be gobsmacked when they go and see this display. It is incredible. And here's the good thing about it. It's off of 10th Avenue in Queen Anne. That is not a long avenue. You're going to come across it sooner than you realize. It's right off of the sidewalk, meaning it is right there. And again, I visited twice the same night, approaching the midnight hours. Now, he was interviewed on local news, and they asked, when is he going to turn it down? He said, at least not until the mid part of January, because the neighbors love it so much. He wants to stay in good graces <laughs> with that community, which he is. But it's just fantastic about it. And again, people could park, walk up to it. The property is outlined with candy canes. And there's more to it than just that motel. He got his whole front property. But the main theme is the famous Rosebud. Is it true that he put that as something of a front yard display behind which you can see his house in at least one picture I looked at? Yes, we have a retaining wall where you walk the sidewalk and then you got that wall and then up a couple feet you see his front yard. That retaining wall is where the motel is and it's done beautiful, just beautiful. And you could walk up and I don't recommend this at a fair play, but if you wanted to, you could touch it. There are no barriers between yourself and that display. As I say, I wish I could be there. I would make a beeline. That would just be amazing. And as far as going to visit it for our listeners in the Puget Sound area, if they make the trek to Queen Anne, I imagine parking might be a problem sometimes. Is there a particularly good time to try this? Now, you went late at night. That would be one way to do it. I do that religiously. I'll get out at about 10 at night, 11 midnight. I'll have my thermos of coffee or cider, and I will drive around and find such places. Now, here's kind of a funny thing. It was good news for me to get kind of lost. We know these old Seattle hills, and Queen Anne is one of the oldest neighborhoods in Seattle. So you're going up a street that all of a sudden you could turn left or right, and it's kind of a maze to get out of it. And the beauty behind this is you're seeing all of these communities you never knew existed that harmonize together with their rendition of what Christmas lights ought to be. Wherever you go, there it is. And so when you go up to look at this motel, drive around the neighborhoods, get a little bold, go into areas you don't know. It's one element of beauty after another. It's so festive. And the main drag, Queen Anne Avenue, they did a magnificent job setting it up for Christmas. I mean it when I say that in the Seattle metro area, Tacoma as well, up into Everett, those folks take a backseat to no one. They take this stuff both seasonally and seriously, and it creates a lot of beauty for people to enjoy this time of year. 
thank you for that, Matt. Now we're going to go a little bit far afield, although it's considered in the same bracket of Christmas celebration. Where would you say, Matt, because you get to all these places, or if not all, quite a few of them each year, it's a thing for you, and I can understand why. Which display is regarded as the largest in terms of bulbs and wattage and just the extent of the display? We have none other than the Lights of Christmas in Stanwood. And I actually did a show there last year, but they added on since then. Now, a little bit of trivia, and this is kind of ironic, but in our favor, when COVID came into play, that in turn benefit the seniors because it used to be a walkthrough. This is the 25th anniversary. Starting last year, they made it a drive-through, and that was good news for the seniors. They come in on tour buses. They come in with family cars. They are well catered to, and so it's the more the merrier. They have over 1.2 million light bulbs, and that's the largest display throughout the entire Seattle area. It's incredible, and they also run till, I believe, January 8th. Now, they are closed on today, New Year's Eve and Christmas Day. Excuse me. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. But other than that, they're open till the 8th of January. And it is incredible what they have. And they also have a list of the staff's favorite. They say number one is the nativity scene. Number two is the laser light forest. Number three is what they call the cascade splendor. Number four is the light tunnel. And number five is the jumping porpoises. Now, I got lucky. Eugene, who runs the show there, I showed up in daylight. He hops in my car. He says, I'm going to give you a tour. Well, it was a little bit overcast, and we're in the woods. It's getting dark. They turned on the lights for me. It was magnificent. They showed me where people go to buy donuts that are made there, kettle corn, hot chocolate, cider, coffee, and they listened to a radio station, FM 101.9, and it's none other than Bruce the Spruce himself, their favorite disc jockey. In fact, they even sell Christmas ornaments of Bruce, but they sell out quickly. So you're getting all of this, enjoying the refreshments, and driving. It is over a mile long, and it ended so quick because I loved it so much. And one of the amazing features they had was an area that not only emulated snow falling, no question, we're in the blizzard snow, somehow they had the technology where it was snowing inside the very vehicle you were driving through. How in the world did they do that? Yes, it was snowing on me, but it was warm. (laughs) It's ingenious, I'm telling you. So hooray for Stanwood. They have that tradition and they are so married to it, to the joy of everyone who makes the track there. And not too far away, you have hometown holidays in the town of Arlington. What's going on there this year? The hometown holidays in Arlington is fantastic. And it reminds me a little bit of American graffiti because they had a parade where the classy cars came out, lit up like Christmas floats. And many of them are still cruising the strip there off of Division Street. You have a lot there. When you 
go to on I-5, take exit 206, and just follow it east. It takes you right into the heart of old Arlington, and everything is lit up. We have an old church there from 1898 off of Division, beautifully lit up, and yes, you could go inside. And then you have the whole town in front of you. And of course, everybody's listening to the radio station, listening to Bing Cosby, Nat King Cole. But the question is, do you want to drive through or park the car and walk? The shops are open. You could have a good meal there, meet people. And yes, they've got candy canes. This is so perfect for our listeners. After all, we are American Road Trip Talk, where car culture is king. And for people to be able to go to a place where cars, auto travel is especially appreciated would be a wonderful thing to do this time of year. That's in Arlington. And before I forget, Matt, I should ask you, what about cost? Are some displays free while others require you to pay an entrance fee? Well, getting back to the stand with Lights of Christmas, it is $25 to $30 per vehicle based on what you have and vehicles that could average up to 12 passengers. But it is well worth it. They have got their national recognition years ago. And again, the seniors, they've even have those who've rented limousines. Let James do the driving. Just take in those lights. There is something for everybody there. Nobody is left out now. And there in Stanwood, I believe this display goes to January 8th. Yes, it does. Okay, so even after, a week after New Year's, you can still have all that fun. That's and maybe for some, some will want the crowd to thin out a bit, and maybe it does by that time. Well, trust me, you and I know this area very well. The day after Christmas, those lights do not go down. They're up for at least another week. These neighborhoods are still pulsating with the Christmas spirit. And I can understand, too, if you don't want to have big crowds. I grew up in Southern California, and my folks would take me to Pasadena near L.A., and we would go to see the floats of the Rose Parade, the famous Rose Parade, but we didn't go for the parade itself. That seemed like a bit much for us. Others couldn't wait to be there early in the morning on New Year's Day. We went the day after because the floats were still looking fresh, but you had far fewer crowds to deal with. And so we enjoyed that very much. I still remember going out there many, many, many years ago. All right, let's move on to, how about now, here's a couple, you talked about dedication. Jason and Diana Pittman, they run Pacific Northwest Christmas Lights. They have a lot of American road trip about them, and they wanted to make sure the word got out where families could drive to see displays for free. And so you go to PacificNorthwestChristmasLights.com, and they have a map of over 500 residences, regions, for the family to pack their rambler and get out there, listen to the Christmas music, and enjoy. And for those who live around the area, they know that I'm talking here about a region, a sector of Puget Sound, where this kind of festivity can be expected. Next up, and we can go into some detail here because of the different awards. I mean, this truly gets competitive within the bounds of Christmas spirit, of course. We're talking about the program known as Light Up Marysville. So we've got Arlington, and we've got Stanwood, and we've got Marysville. You could really make a night or two out of this, believe me. Light Up Marysville, what does that look like this year, Matt? 
I live in Marysville. That is home. And Marysville is approximately 20 plus square miles. We have a lot of wooded areas, pastures, farmland. Of course, we have our shops and everything. I'll give an example what Marysville has. We have Bjorken Lund Christmas lights, and they even give an address here, and that is 2322 141st Street Northwest in Marysville, off of what's known as Fire Trail Road. They have a display of over 15,000 lights, including a 22-foot Christmas tree with over 7,000 lights, including a gingerbread house. They have Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus handing out candy canes, and also a box for charitable donations, whatever you see fit. And the Christmas music is magnificent. So I will leave for my home, and within about 15 minutes, I will be there and just take this all in. But all of Marysville is this way. We have a contest here that has over 55 residents and businesses to get awards. We have the judge's choice. We have the people's choice. My favorite, the Clark Griswold Award. Oh, my. The Reason for the Season Award and the Best Business Award. And it's so fun because all gas stations will provide maps for it, as does the library, as does the city hall, and the Wagon Will Restaurant, plus a few other establishments. You see a place open for business, just ask. And so here we have 20 miles of Christmas lights, and we have neighborhoods from a distance you would assume it was a shopping mall in all of its glory. No, the whole neighborhood is doing it. We have neighbors in conjunction where they all are carrying the same theme of the beautiful Christmas lights, where they even cover their sidewalks, where they have a canopy of Christmas lights. You want to park your car at this time and walk through it and listen to the Christmas music. And there are those handing out candy canes. The whole town has this. It's amazing to me, Matt, because you have these towns that are in pretty close proximity to each other, and they have the same brilliant idea every year. No wonder it's regarded as competitive, but it just creates a section of North Puget Sound where you can go and see something that is truly splendid. And there seems to be a a kind of communities wide understanding that this is their time of year. You're going to let it shine, literally. It certainly does. But I would remove the word competitive and replace it with harmony. It's all for one and one for all. They're all jubilant. It's look at us, look at my neighbor, look at this community. And yes, we have our home up in lights too. Everybody's happy and proud of one another. It's no one-upsmanship. It's come on. And they love the traffic jams. And I love that because the more congested, the slower I get the pass. Everybody's happy, and if you get any type of eye contact, it's coming back with a handshake or a wave. I think that is just wonderful to be able to have that available to you. Uh, We had a show uh, a couple of weeks ago about zoo lights at the Point Defiance Zoo and Aquarium in Tacoma. That too is extraordinary, and it's, it's a matter of people being so creative and 
having the permission of the community and inspiring everyone with what they are able to create. Down there in Tacoma, the one of their representatives, their media relations person was on the show and she told me that they even had and have, it's going to run past New Year's actually, they have a Seattle Kraken display, inaugural season of the Seattle Kraken NHL franchise, their inaugural year, and they wanted to be sure to celebrate that too. Oh, I love that. I like that so much. And what happens each and every time, Gary, when I try to go to a specific display that, say, I saw on the evening news or came across viral on the Internet, I take the long way. I get lost a bit. Half the fun is getting there, so they say, it's all these displays I never would have seen had I not got kind of lost on my way to my destination. Case in point, when I was going to the Rosebud, Queen Anne is beautiful every direction you go. But I could say that about America as a whole and definitely Marysville where I live. For a man like you who has Mayberry in his soul, it just fits that you would be in Marysville because that is a bit of Mayberry consciousness, as I like to say. Wouldn't you agree? That's why I moved there. I knew Marysville very well for most of my life. And I always promised myself I would live there one day. And I want to point out something. This is the first time in my life where I had Christmas lights in my front yard. We were raised where we didn't quite do that. But yes, we greatly celebrated Christmas. I got into the fullness of it now. We are one of those homes that the neighbors take notice of. They thank us for it as we thank for what they did. Matt Shea, you came all the way into the studio to tell us about these wonderful displays. I want to wish you and, of course, our new producer, Nathan Miller, the happiest of holidays, a Merry Christmas, a very happy, prosperous New Year. You guys make us successful. You make us look good and even better. You make us sound good on the radio and in our podcasts. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for what you do all year long to help support us. And we look forward to doing it all again in 2022. Thank you so much for having me. And hey, again, Merry Christmas to all. Thanks for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine. We remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine. With all your itinerary, we could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.